Hey everybody, it's Alex from the Equity Crew. A couple of small housekeeping things before we dig into this week's app. We are doing a survey. We want to know who you are. We want to understand better what you want from the show. So there's a link to the survey in this week's Equity Post on TechCrunch and also in the show notes. It's not that long. We'd love it if you would take it. We're going to use this to make the show better for you. Equity is now you know over three years old, over 200 episodes in. I personally think it's our best ever hosting lineup and we're really excited about the future, but it's a great time to check in, listen, and make sure that your voice is heard. And as a sweetener, uh, if you take the survey, you will get a code at the end for half off a year's sub to Extra Crunch. And of course, we're always taking feedback, commentary, and notes, and no rude jokes over at equitypod at techcrunch.com. Okay, talk soon. Bye. Good morning and welcome back to Equity Monday, a quick hit from the Equity crew to help start your week. We're going over what happened this weekend, what is coming up in the week ahead. We'll also take a peek at a funding round or two and dig a little bit deeper into a news item or trend that has been stuck in our heads. Now, don't forget that our longer team episode came out on Friday and that we are still running a listener survey for a few more days. I will link to it in the show notes on TechCrunch this morning in case you would like to make your voice heard. Please do. And finally, a programming note. I am off next week, so Danny Crichton will be in this chair. With that, today is the 18th of May, 2020. Let's go. If you want to know what buzzed around VC founder and media Twitter this weekend, look no further than a dive into the comically odd economics of food delivery posted on the business-focused newsletter The Margins. Entitled DoorDash and Pizza Arbitrage, the piece from The Margins details how aggressive some food delivery companies have been in the U.S. and how large amounts of capital can lead to broken business economics in startups hunting for VC-style growth. To quote, you have insanely large pools of capital creating an incredibly inefficient money-losing business model. It is used to subsidize an untenable customer expectation. You leverage a broken workforce to minimize your genuine labor expenses. The companies unload their capital cannons on customer acquisition. Well, this week's Uber Grubhub news reminds us the only viable in-game is a promise of monopoly concentration and increased prices. But is that even viable? The answer may be no, actually. Uh, there used to be a single profitable food delivery giant in the U.S., and now there isn't. Moving on, uh, out this morning are the latest slides from SoftBank detailing its earnings and other results. These slides include details on the performance of the Vision Fund. Spoiler, 26 markups were not enough to offset 47 write-downs. In case you were curious, what was going to be the topic of conversation today? Oh, and over the weekend, news broke that Jack Ma resigned from SoftBank's board, though that appears more personal than business-related. Ma wants to work more on philanthropy, which I believe is the billionaire equivalent of quitting a job to spend more time with one's family. Looking ahead, what's coming up? Well, NVIDIA, the chips and gaming company, and HPE, the enterprise-facing portion of the artist formerly known as HP, will report earnings. We are still a little bit away from kind of the second SaaS wave of earnings. Microsoft Build is also happening this weekend. So if you were curious what a massive developer conference looks like when it goes virtual, here's your chance to take a look. And then, you know, other than that, we are looking at another week of political and social and public health turmoil, both in the United States and around the world. 
Given the usual correlation between bad news and stocks going up, however, domestic shares are, you know, up 1.5 to 1.6% this morning, depending on the index right ahead of trading. So that is just dead on. Now, let's talk about a couple of funding rounds this morning. Uh, what I normally do when I put together this episode is I read TechCrunch, and then I read TechMeme, and then I read VentureBeat to kind of see, you know, what new rounds are out there, and then I narrow to a theme, or just pick a few that I think are super cool. This morning, however, the well was pretty dry. TechCrunch didn't have much, VentureBeat also didn't have much, and TechMeme really had nothing. So I ran a Crunchbase search for recent global pre-seed Seed and Series A deals that have been announced in the last, you know, few days to widen the net. I wound up with a total of five transactions from the last few days. Uh, that number is too low to be believed, so I kept trawling and found a little recent coverage of a couple of EU-based uh, rounds. So we do have some stuff to talk about, but what a surprising dearth of new early-stage VC activity. I am not sure if this is a fluke or something more. After all, every VC that I speak to loves to tell me how open their checkbook currently is. Anyway, here's what we did find. Annie Musgrove over at tech.eu wrote about a Belgian startup called Hello Customer today. The company has raised 6 million euro up from its prior round of 2 million euro. Crunchbase marks the round as May 15th, so it's just outside of our usual weekend range, but it's the first that we've heard of it, so it counts. Sonovo Capital and Peak Capital, German and Dutch funds by the look of it, have now boosted the AI using customer experience service to nearly $9 million in funds raised after you run the currency conversions. And second from tech EU, Penny Lane, a French fintech company that, and I quote, brings together accountants and tech to help startup founders and small business owners manage their admin, raised a round worth 4 million euro. Please do send in your early stage round to equitypot at techrunch.com. We will start checking that early Mondays to see if we can widen our own coverage a little bit. We love these type of rounds. Tell us about yours. Now, this morning, uh, digging in, uh, Swiggy said it's going to cut 1,100 employees or about 14% of its staff. The Indian food delivery company is not the first of its ilk to cut staff recently, however. As it turns out, rival Indian food delivery service Zomato recently cut staff as well, leading to 520 reductions or around 13% of its staff. Zomato also reduced salaries, it was reported. The two stories caught my eye as they point to slipping economic demand for some startup products around the world. I personally spend too much time looking at startup layoffs in the US, frankly, and not enough time looking around the world. As economies struggle, startups will struggle, and the global economy is struggling. Bending my brain a bit back to calculus, which has now been some time ago, startups seem to stand atop an economy's first derivative. If an economy is heating up, startups seem to fly. If an economy's growth is slowing, startups, you know, don't look super great. And if an economy is falling, well, it's brutal. Now, please don't write in if I butchered the math analogy. I'm on my first coffee and second set of push-ups, and I'll get there. But Zomato and Swiggy have raised around $2.5 billion in cash and debt combined, according to Crunchbase data, and if they aren't safe from layoffs, then who is? You know, I suppose SaaS companies are being valued as if they're made from Teflon, laced with carbon fiber and unobtainium, but no one really knows yet what sort of churn we're going to see there as the year grinds along. We need to look around the world to better understand what is happening in whichever our home country happens to be. Now, in that vein, China's tech scene itself is seeing more layoffs, hiring freezes, and reduction in contractor and part-time work, according to the South China Morning Post, or the SCMP. 
a paper that, since it was purchased by Alibaba, has seen a decline in independence and an increased towing of the Chinese Communist Party's line. Regardless, the largest tech ecosystems are struggling as we head into the second half of Q2 2020, and when the news will, you know, in aggregate, turn towards the better is not clear. Here's to some happier shows later this year. And that's all we have for you today. We hope you are as safe as safe can be. This is Alex from the Equity Crew. I'm off next week, and you are tremendous. <laughs>